Hey, 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 welcome back to Musings of a Black Bipolar Activist. This is Lucy. Uh, just want to hop on real quick and talk about the Derek Chauvin uh, verdict. Well, not verdict, but um, sentencing. Um, he was convicted of second degree, third degree manslaughter, and I think one other thing uh, but he was basically guilty on all charges which is great uh, I think the prosecution was asking for about 30 years and he ended up getting sentenced to 22 and a half which if you think about it he could probably get out early probably about 15 years or so um, so the the sentencing result is disappointing um, George Floyd suffered and I know there's going to be a huge debate about drugs in his system or whatever um, but the pressure applied to his neck was deadly and I don't think I think even if he was not on drugs at that moment and I don't even know specific how much amount of drugs they found in his system. I know that when you're looking for stuff in your system, it can be the tiniest trace. So who knows if he even um, took drugs that day. It could just have been uh, previous days and it's still in his system. I know THC stays in your system for about a week, I think it is. Um uh, I'm not a weed smoker, so I don't know. But I think that's what I've heard. So I'm assuming that um, amphetamines and stuff like that is similar. So who's to say he took drugs that day? Um, like rewatching the George Floyd tape where you find out, well, during the trial it came out that um, – Derek Chauvin was actually on his neck for nine and a half minutes opposed to like the eight and change that was actually shown to the public, um, which is also a huge deal. Um, but, um, I mean, I, I want to be happy about the sentencing. I do. Um, because it's at least holding someone accountable after, I'm going to say, hundreds of years for a cop to kill a black person, specifically a black man, and be held accountable for it. Um, like, there, at least there were charges. And even though the public basically forced the prosecution's hand to... Um, come up with charges at least there were charges I know that uh, Breonna Taylor did not get charges brought up for those cops um, and I think the only charge well I'm not gonna say there were no charges there was one ridiculous charge where um, an officer got charged for a reckless endangerment or something like that for one of the bullets going into Breonna Taylor's um, neighbor's apartment which is BS, um, but I think that Derek Chauvin 
really did not anticipate being found guilty. If you look at his reaction as he is being read the verdict, he has this big, big look of surprise on his face. Um, and frankly, I was kind of surprised too. It's something that I wanted, of course, but it's something that I was very, 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 very surprised to see. Um, and to see justice somewhat done, even though it's not the amount of time that a lot of people would wish. At least he's getting something. Um, I think this is just the beginning um, in holding cops accountable. Um, I also know that they have uh, federal charges against him for hate crime and violation of civil rights. So he could possibly get more time. Uh, I don't think that that trial has started yet for the federal charges. Um, but I will keep you posted on that and how I feel about it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to jump on for literally a few minutes um, just to talk about it. Um, I wish that we have had the Derek Chauvin result in several more cases um, hopefully this sets the precedent I think I said that earlier but hopefully this is a precedent that you can't just be reckless with people's lives especially if you're in a position of power such as a police officer and the history of the police department is racist in and of itself so um, the fact that it's still prevalent and is able to run rampant in the department is not that surprising um, the current uh, police badge or some of them still have the um, KKK slave hunting symbol and that's troubling. Um, and I think this also leads to the discussion. I don't know if I talked about it, but the discussion about defunding the police. And I think when people hear that, they think, let's get rid of police departments. But that's not true. I think that because I actually agree that we need to defund the police. But I think that we're wording it wrong. We're making it sound scary. When you say defund the police, that means taking funds like that are basically millions of dollars being poured into the police department and reallocating those funds for mental health services, uh, social services like social work, um, other things that a lot of police officers are not equipped to handle. Um, so... I, I think that maybe we should, it's not as fancy to say, reallocate the police uh, funds. And defunding the police sounds so much better. But um, I think this is proof, the George Floyd case is proof that you do need to do something about the police. Because I know that police forces, their city budgets, like policing, is some of the highest numbers in the city's budget. 
and the state's budget. And mental health services are down the list. They're not that great of a deal to a lot of people. But George Floyd basically had a panic attack in what led to him, quote-unquote, resisting arrest. Um, I saw a portion of the video where Derek Chauvin and the other officers are trying to stick him into the car, and he's saying, I'm scared. Um, He's basically talking about being claustrophobic. So when they snatch him out the car and put him on the ground, and Derek Chauvin starts leaning on his neck, he says, I'll get in the car, which makes a lot of sense because if I had the choice between having a panic attack in a car and slowly realizing that my life is being taken away, I would choose to be in the car. And I think another thing about this sentencing is George Floyd died a slow, painful death. You could tell he was in pain. So is it Is that pain and suffering and death only worth 22 and a half years less with parole? Um, I think that he should, if he does not get any federal charges added on to that 22 years, he should at least serve all 22 and a half years. It's not going to happen. He'll be out on parole, um, but he should definitely served the whole 22 and a half years and I know he's going to appeal um he had already started his lawyers had already started coming up with things to appeal once he was found guilty and one of the ones that I saw that was ridiculous is that he the charges should be dropped and the conviction thrown out because police officers live shorter lives than quote-unquote regular people and uh, Derek Chauvin would die earlier if he was in prison than if he was not that is garbage and it's one of the I think this might be the first time I've ever heard this as a defense and I'm glad that um, the judge I'm glad that the judge kind of saw through that um and didn't like say okay let's get a new trial um and I'm glad that the people who they were appealing to was all like no you gotta gotta get sentenced first and then we can talk about it or just throwing out his appeal ideas altogether but like who comes up with this kind of stuff like It would be different, and this is, like, sadly true. It would be different if it was not caught on camera. Um, And I think that the fact that it was caught on camera really shot those police officers in the foot. I know George Chauvin has now been found guilty. The other officers that were at the scene are probably going to plead out. Um, and they're probably, some might get as low as just probation. Um, some might get a couple years, but I'm pretty sure no one's going to get as high as Chauvin. 
And that makes sense because Chauvin is the one who had his knee directly on George Floyd's neck. But it being caught on tape made a huge difference. And the girl that took her phone out as soon as the quote-unquote altercation started is a hero. Because if no one documented the story we would not have had a racial reckoning this past summer like we did um, before that. Um, it seems like we have racial reckonings in waves. And this one was the most recent one I can think of was the one by George Floyd. I mean, started by George Floyd's death because this was a global thing. Um, I think racism in America, a lot of people are like, that's a American problem. But when George Floyd happened, I think it caused a lot of other people in other countries to examine themselves. And like, are we racist? Are we practicing racist practices? Um, and like George Floyd, is unfortunately going to be remembered as being a martyr for that. Um, he should not have died. I'm a little, and going back to the sentencing, like I'm a little disappointed about what happened. Um, hopefully we get some more charges in there. Um, but even if we don't, this was a huge step in the right direction. And it's kind of like, well, no, it's not kind of like this. I was going to talk about something else. But um, it seems like black people have been getting peanuts lately when it comes to government or governmental agencies. Um, Juneteenth was just passed as a federal holiday. And it's interesting that we're talking about race when the idea of reparations is really coming up in like strong waves um, they talked about the Tulsa riots well not the Tulsa massacre basically but the Tulsa riot and uh, uh, President Biden had uh, a couple survivors I think like the last known survivors it's like three of them of the Tulsa massacres and it's funny that we all of a sudden get Juneteenth as a holiday around the time that George Floyd's uh, murder trial is there. Um, reparations are coming up more. Uh, we're back in a major racial reckoning. So I don't know. Uh, I think like black people are really starting to get peanuts. Uh, like here's this little thing, you know, Shut up and be quiet. Uh, but I think this is just the beginning. Um, black people aren't going anywhere. And uh, hopefully we get we get more justice. Um, there's been several police shootings since George Floyd. There's going to be plenty of police shootings after. Um, and 
let's keep our phone charged. I, there was this app, and I forget what it was, but it basically has everything set up where all you can do is open the app and it immediately starts recording. Um, and I personally used to carry around a battery pack, so I would never have a dead battery. Um, but I don't do that anymore. It became too much to carry around. But, you know, wow, it's, um, it's encouraging and discouraging at the same time. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's it for now. Um, we'll be talking a little bit more about race in the coming days. Um, I have some other things to talk about. Um, uh, when prayer is weaponized is coming up. I'm really excited about that one. And, um, some other things. Critical race theory, we're going to talk about that. That's really come up a lot lately. Um, and a lot of people, including a few black people, are missing the point of critical, critical race theory. Um, so we're going to break it down as I understand it. And... Um, Kimberly Crenshaw, who helped coin the phrase um, critical race theory. I'm going to be giving some quotes from her. And uh, I think that's it. So have a good one and peace.